Thank you for joining me on this episode 26 of Mondays with Monica, a podcast all about mastering you. This episode is all about really a coach, coaching and mentoring. And a coach or a mentor is really crucial to moving in, in us from where we are to where we want to be and helping helping us to master ourselves. Today we're going to talk about um really about a coach and a mentor. I have many people that ask inquire about my coaching and saying, you know, that they want to hire me. And what's really interesting is up until a couple of years ago, I used to label myself as a coach, a life coach, a professional coach. And then I started learning the inside and out of coaching and realized that during my sessions with my clients that in fact, that I'm actually operating outside of the coaching process, which means that I am no longer just coaching my client, but I'm offering advice or helping them to build out their strategic personal development plans or sometimes their strategic business plans. And and now when somebody inquires about me becoming their coach, I ask them exactly what is it that they're looking for. Because based on their needs, then I know if I can offer it to them or exactly what they want. And most of the time I'm finding that they're not just wanting a coach, but they're actually wanting somebody to give them advice and to give them some guidance into the next steps and to helping them to reach their goals. So now I'm no longer labeling myself technically as a coach because I'm doing more than coaching. So I consider myself really a consultant. And and this is because I combined, and as we go through, you'll understand what I mean, but I combined, I combined coaching, mentoring, and thinking partner sessions in one. So I'm really more than just a coach, more than just a mentor, more than just a thinking partner. And what's the difference? So in reality, a coach really wants to know about the entire you, about all of your dreams. They listen more than anything and they hold you accountable for your dreams not just for your goal, but for your dream. A coach helps the entire person, not just the dream, but the entire being, the entire you. A coach listens to both what you do and what you don't say, and they help you break free from the limiting beliefs that are in between you and your dreams. What a coach's role is, is to ask the right questions that causes you to use both your conscious and your subconscious mind that helps you to create new beliefs that will serve you and your dream. And the coach will help you learn from your own experiences through reflection, questioning, and insightful um, questions that, that, that you're going to be asked. A coach knows that God has already placed the answers on the inside of you and that you don't need to look outside of you for those answers. So a coach's role is really to make you aware that that you already have everything that you need 
and 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 the coach actually helps you go within to find it. And there's actually a coaching process. A coach never ever offers advice or tells you what to do next. And in a coaching session, I would say 99.9% of the time, the coaching client is the person that does the talking. The coach only provides input as a last resort. And then the coach asks for permission to share a story from a prior experience. And the whole purpose of that sharing is just to really get the participant to think more into the question or the solution that they're being asked. The moment that a coach provides input or an opinion or insight, the coach has stepped outside of the coaching process and is no longer coaching. And when ending the coaching session, the coaching participant or client comes up with the action items for the next meeting. Coaching is a skill that does not focus on an area. So it, if I call myself a coach and I'm really using the coaching process, then it's not that I'm a business coach. It's not that I'm a life coach. It's not that I'm a health coach. But I coach you through the entire process. And whether that question is around a business or your life or health, It's really focused on you during that session and not just necessarily one category. And usually it could sometimes be where we're focused on maybe you have health challenges that you're wanting to focus on in this session. And then the next session, you might want to focus on some business challenges. So it's not really every session, we're just going to focus on one area of life, but really on your entire being, your entire life that's shaping you because there's something that's causing you to to have a limited belief that might be holding you back from living your dream out. And I was working with a client a while ago and and it was really uh, interesting because she asked me what would I do in a certain situation. Now, this is a coaching session. And I told her that it really doesn't matter what I would do. What matters is what she's going to do. And at that moment, she said, Monica, I don't know what to do. This is why I'm coming to you. And at that moment, I realized that she really wanted some guidance and some assistance and which was stepping outside of the coaching process so which kind of pulled the mentoring into the session as well and then when we look at a mentor a mentor really leads from experience by sharing and they usually give you advice they help you to maneuver through obstacles based on what they know and what they've gone through and a mentor may be able to tell you what may be may come up during your journey that you should plan for and help you to figure out what resources you're going to need. A mentor usually answers questions. They're being a guide and advisor to you. And the participant comes to the session with the questions for the mentor, obstacles or challenges that they faced. And a lot of times the mentors do specialize and focus in an area such as life skills or mindset or finance or spiritual 
or health or business. When you're seeking somebody out saying, I need business health, you're probably going to be seeking out more of a business mentor and not necessarily a business coach. And mentors, they, they help you focus your worth like a lot um, alignment or harmony and emotional management, self-management. They might have you doing some exercises, doing some mind mapping and et cetera. Or you may also seek a mentor based on a role that you want. So let's say you want to become a CEO or a realtor, then you would seek out somebody that already has been in that role as a CEO or or is currently in it, or even a realtor. You're going to seek out somebody that can help you and mentor you in that realtor um, area to help you to grow. And, and I remember my first mentor, it was about 16 years ago, and her name is Cynthia. And we met every two weeks in her office, and I walked in with my questions for the current session. I talked about the actions that I'd taken since our last meeting, the obstacles or challenges I faced. I asked her for her input. What did she think about it? What would she have done? What should I do differently? And then I left our sessions with with what my next action plan is between now and the next two weeks. So it was really focused on what my next goal was and really bring into her into my into my sessions what I did, what I was challenged with, what was her input, and then what can I do over the next two weeks that's going to continue to help me move towards my goal. And then there, I, I say thinking partner because you. So we went over coaching, we went over mentoring, and then there's a thinking partner which really helps you think through an idea. A thinking partner may give you a different perspective. They might help you to expand on a thought. And if you've ever caught somebody and say, hey, you got a few minutes, let me pick your brain. You're probably looking for somebody to listen to your idea and help you work through it. And usually that that could be considered a, a thinking partner. If not, sometimes it's a mentor too. But a thinking partner usually will take two to four hours maybe half a day, a full day, a weekend, and, and help you to bring this idea into, into fullness, to help you expand on it, to help it to grow. And from my experience, thinking partners are usually caught upon when needed and not necessarily ongoing. I have people that only want want my services when they're ready for this next idea when they have a thought and they say, hey, can you help me with this? What do you think about this? And and that's what I consider a thinking partner relationship. It's not something where we're saying, okay, we're going to meet every two weeks. We're going to meet for the next six months. It's saying, hey, we're going to meet on Saturday for these three hours to go over this idea. And after that Saturday, over after those three hours, they usually walk away with a plan on that idea. And from the thinking partner sessions I've had, my clients have actually walked away implementing their ideas. And then they come back when they're ready to implement another idea. And 
And I call myself a consultant because a consultant does all of these things. A consultant can be your coach, your mentor, and your thinking partner. And they help you with your goals and your dreams. A consultant may help you with your personal or your business. And they might help you to write out step-by-step action plans that you need to put in place to help you to keep moving forward towards your dreams and your goal. And I have some clients where we set up a three-hour session to plan out the current goal or dream or idea. And this session is very thorough. And we actually put in a step-by-step process for them to reach their goal. And it's really a thorough planning session. They walk away knowing exactly what they need to do to get from where they are to where they want to be. And then the clients that I've worked with, they actually, like I mentioned before, they follow through with the plans. And as a consultant in my business, I blend coaching, mentoring, and thinking partner or planning. And I use the different methods based on the client's needs. And sometimes it's based on the moment where I'm, we might start out in a mentoring session, but then I really want to pull out of them some answers. So I start coaching them. I start asking them coaching questions. That's going to lead them into the direction that they that they want and that they're not depending upon me for the answers all the time. And And then it's normal for me to go between those techniques during a session. And then when you look at timing with a coach and a mentor partnership, There's usually a period of time that you enter into this relationship or this partnership. Coaching agreements are usually something like six months to a year. And and mentoring partnerships are usually a year or maybe longer, a couple, until you reach your goal. With the thinking partnerships, though, like I had mentioned before, they're usually a shorter period of time, maybe a few hours, maybe a day or two. And, And then lastly, the coaching partnerships are usually more like the coaching and mentoring six-month to year agreements. And also, coaching is a very structured, formal process where mentoring, consulting, and, and thinking partners are not. They're not formal. They're more informal. And then when we look at the partnership, in any partnership, the participant, you, have to show up The coach, the mentor, or the consultant must also show up. The participant must do exactly what they said that they're going to do at the end of the session, no matter the type. I don't care if you're coaching, if you're having a thinking partner session, if you're in a mentoring session. The participant agrees to take the action on those plans. The coach, mentor, or thinking partner or consultant is responsible to help to help drive the participant, drive you to your desired results. But in the end, you, as the participant, you're responsible for getting the results. The consultant is responsible to help drive you. The participant, your role is to to actually um, have those results manifest in your life. And if you think about this, because... Coaching takes a special skill and a process. You have to be trained to do such a thing. When you go to real certified coaching training, 
you're not going to life coaching training. You're not going to business coaching training. It's coaching training. It's a coaching certification. Life mindset, business, and mentoring may be what you specialize in or what somebody specializes in, but there's no board certification for life or business coaching. It's coaching. No matter what my specialty is, if I'm a coach, then I'm I'm a coach. And I'm highly trained to use the coaching process, which is designed to be able to help you move towards what you desire, period. It's not teaching or facilitating. Coaching, mentoring, thinking partner is not teaching. When we teach or facilitate training, we're doing most of the talking. We're usually making a point. We're attempting to possibly motivate or inspire others with stories that we have and by sharing our methods with teaching and facilitating training. We say this is how this works. Apply this. Do this. And and we have the stories to go behind all of those points that we're trying to make and, and examples of how to how to fulfill or how to fill out the the worksheets that we're having you do if we're bringing worksheets to you. Now, don't get me wrong now. We can be mentored through books, online training, Facebook communities, memberships, et cetera. And, And I'm not talking about those methods of help. I'm not talking about those methods of mentoring. What I'm specifically talking about is when you're entering into a one on one partnership to help you reach your potential. When you're trading your time and your money for somebody else's time to help you grow. That is what I'm talking about. It's the one-on-one partnerships. And an example of of the different relationships based on, uh, on the type of partnership you have. If you have a coach and you say, hey, coach, I want to start a business. Your coach is probably going to say, how long have you wanted to start a business? Why do you want to start a business? What are the impacts of you starting a business? What are some things you can do to move you towards starting a business? That's the coaching process. If you have a mentor and you go to your mentor and you say, hey, mentor, I want to start a business. Your mentor's probably going to say, well, what kind of business? What do you want to start? Here are some good good ideas. Here's some things to look for. Here's how to accomplish that. Let's map it out. Um, First thing I would suggest doing is this. Then the second thing is doing this. Do X, Y, and Z before our next meeting. That's what you're going to get in a mentorship. A thinking partner, if you tell a thinking partner, hey, I want to start a business, the thinking partner is probably going to be like, okay, well, what kind of business? When do you want to start? Um, what do you think about, let's say you want to start a business to, let's say, um, provide lunch for stay-at-home moms, provide an atmosphere for them to come and take a break. A thinking partner might say, hey, what did you think about providing a daycare service while the moms are having lunch? That way, The moms don't have to worry about if they don't have a sitter and getting away because they have somebody that's going to be there to take care of their children while they're enjoying their lunch. Did you think about this? Did you think about that? Did you think about starting a blog? Did you think about starting a podcast? That's what you're going to get when you're 
come into a thinking partner with this idea of wanting to start a business. They're going to help you really think into it and expand on it. And then if you go to your consultant, if you have a consultant, you say, I want to start a business, you're going to get a mixture of all of the above. You're going to get a mixture of the coaching questions, the mentoring, and and the thinking partners. And that's really the difference between them. So if you want to know if you need a coach, the answer is no. You don't necessarily need a coach per se. However, you do need someone that help you navigate through life, somebody who you can be accountable to that is skilled to help you reach your potential. This person uh, should be a coach or a mentor or a combination, but you do need someone. And seeing how a thinking partner is is really short term, a thinking partner may be enough for for an idea. But no matter what, you still want to make sure that you're growing and you're expanding who you are no matter what type of relationship and partnership that you enter into. And when you're deciding on which partnership you want, you have to consider the following. Number one is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for someone to help you to get over your limiting beliefs? Are you looking for somebody to help you reach a specific goal and give you advice? Are you looking for somebody that has experience in a particular area? Do you need somebody to help you think through an idea? Or do you need a little bit of all of the above? I mean, that really plays into what type of partnership that you enter into is is basically what are you looking for? What are your needs? And then number two, you want to ask them what their partnership style is going to be, what that method is, because you want to make sure that it's going to be in an alignment with what you're looking for. If you go to somebody and you say, hey, I need a coach. I have got things going on and I can't figure it out, but I just need somebody to help pull it out of me. I don't need opinions. I don't need any input. I just need somebody there that can help me to bring it forward. If I come and tell you that I'm looking for a coach, then I'm not expecting to come into my coaching sessions with you and get mentoring, get advice. So you want to make sure that you ask them what their style is and and realize and know that if if it's going to be in alignment with what you're looking for and what you need. And then number three, you want to make sure that you're a match. You must, your energy must be in harmony. And I'll do a whole blog on your energy matching and being in harmony another day. But you want to make sure that the sessions are going to flow with positive vibes to get the best out of your time. So you're ma- making sure that you're you're gelling. And then number four is ask them if if they have a coach or mentor. And my philosophy is this. A coach or mentor needs to have somebody that's helping them to continually grow and help them. Or that relationship might work for you for a really short period of time, but then you may outgrow them. And then the other thing is, why would I invest? Why would I ask you to invest in me and yourself if I'm not willing to do the same? Why would you hire somebody to be your coach and your mentor if they're not willing to invest in themselves and have their own coach and their mentor? And it's kind of that practice what you preach motto. 
I'm expecting you to allow me to help you, but I'm not having anybody that's helping me to grow. So it's okay to ask them if they're growing and what their what their development plans are for themselves. And then number four is you got to make sure that you are coachable or I made this word up, mentable. Make sure you are willing and able to commit to the partnership for the amount of time that is agreed upon. If you're not willing or you're not able to commit, then don't waste your time and don't waste their time. I've had an experience where I enter into partnerships and I'm providing insight and ways to help. And the participant would say uh, it was clear that they weren't willing to participate because they would tell me that, oh, I'm already doing that or would give me reasons why it wouldn't work and why they couldn't. And in which case, to me, it showed me that they're not willing to take any action on any of any of the things that I was suggesting. And, and most of the time I was making the suggestions from the observations of their behavior that I picked up on. So if you're not willing to take suggestions from your mentor or your consultant, then you're not really coachable. If when your coach asks you a question and you're running around in circles and you're not really answering and participating in the session, then you're not coachable. And you have to be coachable in order to, and, and mentiable in order to get the results that you're looking for. And believe that whatever you choose, whatever you need, as long as you're willing and you have formed the partnership with the right person, that you'll be driven to get the results that you're looking for. But you have to know what you're looking for. You have to know what your needs are. And you have to be willing and open in participating in that partnership. And then really just a real quick sidebar for the parents is I wear a coaching hat at home more than a mom hat. For the longest, I would tell my my kid what call me mean. And, And finally, one day... I was picking her up from school. I remember this was like in third grade and I was telling her what she needed to do when she get home. You need to take a bath. You need to do your homework and you need to do this. And she caught me mean. And for the last time, and finally I understood. And I said to her, I said, I said, I notice you call me mean when I'm telling you what to do. Is that true? And she said, yes. And I, I replied, okay. Well, since you don't like for me to tell you what to do and you know what you need to do from here on out, I need for you to tell me what you have to do and when you're going to do it. And she immediately replied. She had this response ready. When I go in, I'm going to play for a little while. I'm going to eat. Then I'm going to do my homework at seven. Then I'm going to get my bath at nine. And that was really my my turning point in my parenting style. And now at the age of 14, when she asks questions, 
or or want help making a decision. I very rarely have input. I ask a series of questions until she comes to her own decision. And if if it's really a decision that's not gonna harm her either way, then what's the use in me helping her to make that decision? So I let her decide on her own. And even when it comes to picking friends, I take her down this quality characteristics worksheet and and I allow her, I become her coach and, and helping her to decide who her close friends are that she wants to draw close to her. But, and that's a whole um, another blog I'll do another day as well is on the quality and characteristics and how to coach your children into making their own decisions so that we don't have to sit back and wonder right if they're making the right decisions and we don't have to try to um, force our own um, opinions on them because we know from our coaching style and our coaching methods that they're going to be making good decisions based on um, the methods that we use to help them. So I just want to thank you for tuning into this episode today. And to if you want to inquire more about my consulting practice, you can email me at Monica at MonicaMMadden.com. And I'll be happy to guide you in the direction that you want to go, even if that means recommending you to another highly qualified and skilled coach, mentor, or consultant that I may work with that may be a best fit for you. So wishing you many blessings. And if this podcast resonated with you, I would love for you to um, feel free to share it with your circle and your family and friends. Thank you and take care.